message is from Family Worship Center. This message will not only build your life, but will make you experience the transforming love of God. Open up your heart and be blessed. Hallelujah. Praise the Lord. What is 3rd of December? What is 3rd of December? You are sitting down and saying that. What is 3rd of December? What is 3rd of December? Glory to God Almighty. Let's clap, let's clap, let's clap. Hallelujah. You may please be seated. And so today we are kickstarting the process that will culminate on that day. For the sake of our visitors, everybody knows us. And even you who came for the first time today, you already know. I think you already know that we are a grateful people. And that is why the first thing we did, even before we did the opening prayer, we were giving God thanks on this altar. And when the opening prayer came, it was an opening prayer of thanks. And then we went into a session of praise and thanks giving. Why? Because we are a grateful people. As a church, we are a grateful people. As an individual who makes up the church, we are a grateful people. And that is why also every end of the month, Sundays, we come here and testify to the goodness of the Lord. Because as a church, we have refused never, ever to take the goodness of God for granted. Because God is good to us. So every day, every Sunday, every service, as a people, we have trained ourselves to thank God. But, but, there is a day. There is a day. That if you hear in family worship center, Thanksgiving is actually a day. There is a day that we have carved out every year. We do all kinds of Thanksgiving, including media. But when you hear Thanksgiving, it's a day. And this year is the 3rd of December. It's a day that we come here unrestrained to let God know that we remember all his benefits. And so what we are doing beginning from today is to get us ready to steer us towards that day. And so the title of my sermon today is I Owe God Thanks. I Owe God Thanks. Underline O. I Owe God Thanks. Underline O. I came to steer us towards the third of December. I came to challenge us to wake up and get ready. Even though we thank him every day, even though we thank him every morning, I came to challenge us and to steer us to prepare for that great day that we call Thanksgiving in Family Worship Center. I owe God thanks. You put it together, it's we owe God thanks. Well, let me start from I owe. So that everybody takes it home as a personal thing. Psalms 116 verse 12. Luke 17, 11. You can start my time now. Psalms 116 verse 12. Luke 17, 11. For the Psalms, I'm going to be doing the amplified version. And then I'll go back to the New King James Version for Luke 17. Psalms 116 verse 12. Luke 17, 11. If you are there, say, I am there. If you are not there, say, Pastor, wait for me. Mm. 
You see, God has said that you should carry the weak. So don't run away and leave the weak. We are waiting for you. But if it's difficult, just go back to the last page. There is a table of content there. Don't form. Just look at the table of content. The page number is there. Just open it. That's why they put it there to help us. Glory to God. Psalms 116 verse 12. Here begins the reading of God's word. What shall I render to the Lord? To the Lord. To the Lord. For all. Somebody say all. His benefits toward me, personal. How can I repay? How can I repay? How can I repay him for all his bountiful dealings? What shall I render to the Lord for all his benefits towards me? More. How can I repay him for all his benefits? I told you to underline O before. I want you to take note of repay. Luke 17, 11. Now it happened. I'm back to the New King James now. As he went to Jerusalem, that he passed through the midst of Samaria and Galilee. He passed through the midst of Abuja, of We, of Wuse. Of Garki, of Utako, of Jabi. He passed through. Then, as he entered a certain village, there met him ten men who were lepers, who stood afar off. They lifted up their voices and said, Jesus, Master, have mercy on us. So, when he saw them, he said to them, Go, show yourself to the priest. And so it was that as they went, they were cleansed. And one of them, one of them, one of them, there were ten, but only one of them. There were ten, but only one of them. One of them, when he saw that he was healed, returned. And with a loud voice glorified God and fell down on his face at his feet. Glorified God, the loud voice was sound. The falling down was another action. Made a sound, did an extra action. Made a sound, did another action. Fell down at his feet, giving him thanks. And he was a Samaritan. All of that is good, but this is the particular concern for us. So Jesus answered and said, were there not ten cleansed? I thought they said they were far off. How did he count them? How did he count them? Except that you may think you are far off. But what you don't know is that he is aware of all he has done for you. <laughs> you think you are far off. But what you don't know is that he is very, very aware and he keeps course of all he has done for you. But where are the nine? Were there not any found who returned to give glory to God except this foreigner? And he said to him, arise, go your way, your faith has made you well. Father, in the name of Jesus, in the next few minutes, speak to us. Stare our hearts. Stare our hearts. 
position us to give you quality thanks in Jesus' name. I owe God thanks. I owe God thanks. Our text from the Amplified says, how can I repay? It is based on that that I coined my text and the topic. If there is a repaying to be done, then there is a debt. Did you get that? If there is a repaying, then there is a debt. You can't repay when you are not owing. And so the psalmist said, how can I repay him for all his bountiful dealings with me? His benefits, his goodness. We just sang with our mouth that his goodness runs after us. What are you doing in response that is appropriate to the goodness that is running after you? And so for everything God does for us, the appropriate response is thanksgiving. And when you don't give that response of thanksgiving, you are in debt. You owe. You owe. You owe. So every one of us owes God thanks. Say it again. I owe God thanks. And so that is what God has given us the opportunity to do every day in every service. But as a matter of set apart, we do it once a year. And this year it is the third of December. The debt that we owe is a debt of thanksgiving. And it's a debt that we must pay. We must pay. So let me give you five quick thoughts on thanksgiving before I move on. Number one, genuine thanksgiving is personal and it is internally generated. Genuine thanksgiving is personal. The benefit is towards me, not us. Towards me. Genuine thanksgiving is the acknowledgement of personal blessings that you generate from inside because you sat down and thought and observed. It says, as they were going, one of them noticed. Personal. So genuine thanksgiving is personal. It is internally generated. What God has done for you is between you and God and only you know. You have tried to tell us some of them, but you can't tell us all. Only you know. Only you know. So genuine thanksgiving is personal. It is internally generated. It will require you to sit down and think. And think. If you can't think, you can't thank. You must think. Number two, genuine thanksgiving is a recognition that all your benefits are from a source higher than you and it's God. Genuine thanksgiving is an acknowledgement of your insufficiency. Your limitedness. You are limited. You are insufficient. So genuine thanksgiving must come from the fact that you acknowledge that in and of yourself you are insufficient. All the blessings you've received come from a source higher. God. God. If you don't acknowledge that, if you are still attributing your blessings to certain things, to your smartness, to your Harvard certificate, to your living in an estate with security gates, then you can't thank him. You must acknowledge that all your blessings and benefits come from God, a higher source. Number three, genuine thanksgiving, acknowledging that all these blessings that come from God to me are not common. 
are not common. Are not common. You say you can take certain things for granted because you have it. Not everybody has it. Not everybody has it. Not everybody has it. We think that because we have it, everybody has it. As I was doing this sermon, I remember something that happened in my family many years ago. You see, my mother has this. My mother is like Auntie Regine. Anywhere she sees children, they are in the house already. Once she sees them and they are crying, boom, they are in our house. So all kinds of people she keeps bringing. She keeps bringing. Then she brought this Igbo boy. <laughs> Very tall, lanky boy. Strange looking boy. We refused to eat with him at first. So he eats alone. But the first dinner in our house. God reminded me this thing yesterday. And this is about 40 something years ago. This boy finished eating and went to my mother and said, thank ma. Hey. So all of us looked at ourselves. It was very strange in our house. So we laughed. The next day, thank ma. So we started yapping him, thank ma. <laughs> Why? Because we were stupid. We didn't know that it's not all parents that give their children food. We took it for granted. We have always eaten. So we eat and go on. But God brought a stranger to teach us that even if the food was given to you by your father and mother, you must still stay thanked. Because if your father and mother refuse to give you food, you can't sue them. If you go to court, nothing will happen. The Bible says he's the porter. The porter does what he likes with whatever he's creating. And the pot cannot sue the porter. Yesterday, the Holy Spirit reminded me. I tried to remember his name. I couldn't. Thank ma. Thank sir. So genuine thanksgiving must recognize that these blessings that God is showering upon me is not common. There are some people who are not having it. Oh, is it everybody that married easily the way you married? Is it everybody that got the job the way you got it? Are you the highest praying person? No. 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 Some of them are fasting 50 days, 50 days, 70 days. What you have, they have still not achieved. So, what you have is not common. What you have is not common. What you have is not common. It's not for everybody. The grace you have to just lie down and sleep. As some of you, as your head is hitting the pillow, before they call you, boom, you are gone. Some of you, they can actually drop you from the bed, carry the bed and go. It's when you wake up in the morning, you say, what is happening around here? You forgot that next compound, somebody is swallowing something to sleep. What you have is not common. Somebody give God praise. And so who are those who owe God thanks? Who are the ones who owe God thanks? I'm going to break it down. Who are those who owe God thanks? I'll break it down under just two major headings. That's how God instructed me. Who are those that owe God thanks? What is it that they owe God thanks for? Number one, those he keeps alive. Those he keeps alive. Those he keeps alive. The only person who is not qualified 
To give God thanks is anybody who is here right now, but you are dead. So we we'll question how you got here. Because spirits are not permitted to come here without a living body. Who are those who qualifies? Who are those that owe the debt of thanks to God? Those who he has kept alive. I want you to know that the gift of life, apart from the gift of salvation, is the greatest gift that you can receive. Why? Because everything that happens to you in life happens as you are alive. Let me say it again. Everything that happens to you in life, everything God will do for you in life, every blessing that will come to you in life will come to you as you are alive. As you are alive. And so who are those who owe God thanks? Those that he keeps alive. So let me break it down. Number one, who are those ones? Those that he woke up this morning. Those that he woke up this morning. If you woke up this morning, let me see your hand. You woke up this morning. So you owe God thanks. I lay down. I slept. I woke because the Lord sustained me. Question. I'm going to ask a sincere question. It's not a trick question. And I need a sincere answer. When you lie down or when you laid down yesterday, how many of you can tell me the exact time you slept off? The exact time that you slept. As smart as you are. Tell me, I laid down, then at about 11, I slept. Exactly 11. Is there anybody here? That tells you. <laughs> I laid down. I slept. I awoke because the Lord sustains me. It's beyond science. It's beyond science. It's the Lord. It's the Lord. And while you were sleeping, your heart was pumping. Your lungs was working. The science in your brain, the electricity in your heart. I want you to know that the, like, the heart is a generation power system. It's more than AEDC, your heart alone. The electricity in your heart, that small place, is plenty. It was working precision. You slept, you snore, threw your leg, turned upside down, and woke up. Who are those who owe God thanks? Those he woke up this morning. He woke them up this morning. And so when he wakes you up every morning, he has given you one day. Somebody say one day. The mistake we make as human beings is that we want to thank God in number of years. So we celebrate birthdays plenty, which is good. But anytime you are celebrating birthday, break it into days. When he wakes you up, he gave you a day. Remember what I said. Every blessing, every good thing that will come to you will come to you in one day. The processes may have begun a long time, but it happens one day. The power of one day. So if God gives you one day, you owe him thanks. Psalm 90, 12. Teach us to number our days. Why? So that we can become wise. It's because of the power of days that he is called the ancient of days. Daniel 7, 9. He gives us our daily bread. Matthew 6, 11. He loads us daily with benefit. Psalm 68, 19. He fulfilled the numbers of our 
days, Exodus 23, 26, and even his mercies are brand new daily. So when he wakes you up any day, that is all. Because everything that will happen to you happens on a day. Can I tell you the power of a day? In one day, Job buried nine children. One day. A father dug nine graves one day. That is the capacity of evil that can happen in one day. But what about the capacity of good that can happen in one day? After 430 years, one day, one day, they marched out. They marched out. The Bible says why he waited for his word. One day, they said, come out. He came out. They said, shave. He shaved. They said, the king wants to see you. Boom. A purple coat was on him. One day. Somebody say one day. So when God gives you one day that he woke you up this morning, you owe him thanks. Say, I owe him thanks. I decided to just check statistics. Just to check statistics. From the 1st of January to today, today, it's already 322 days. 10 months, 18 days. Current statistics, 2023. 166,324 people die every day. 6,930 people die every hour. 116 people die every minute. About two people die every second. Between 12 midnight this morning and right now, 7 o'clock when we started first service, about 48,510 people have died already. How come you have kept escaping death? How come among these 58,000 plus, it is not you? I'll tell you why. I'll tell you why. I'll tell you why. How come you keep escaping? How come is it that death comes close, you escape? How come is it that you are too smart? No, I'll tell you why. What is the reason? Our God is the God of salvation. And to God the Lord belong escapes from death. Psalm 68 verse 20. Your heart beats about 72 times averagely per minute. 86,400 times per day. If it stops, if it ever stops, if it stops, after a few seconds, few minutes, unconsciousness, dizziness, fainting begin to set in. If it stays for up to four, five, six minutes, some brain damages will start. You breathe about 23,000 times per day. Twenty-three thousand times. If it stops after five, six minutes, oxygen is shut up. You begin to have brain damage. Unless God helps you, even if they wake you up, you will never be the same again. Your heart—you've not seen your heart before. I know many of you. <laughs> Pumps about five liters of blood every minute. Seven thousand liters of blood every day. So I ask the Ministry of Helps. How many cars parked in our compound? They totaled all the car park. The total is 289. Your heart pumps 7,200 liters of blood every day. Our average cars are 50 liters. That means your heart will fill the tank of 144 cars in one day. That is the level of work your heart is doing. 
You don't see it, it's not making noise. The Lord keeps servicing it, keeps repairing it, keeps fixing it. Who are those who owe God thanks? Those he has kept alive, those he woke up this morning and gave them a day. Because every blessing that will happen to you will happen in one day. I don't care how many years you've been praying to marry. One day. One day. I don't care how many years you've been praying and doing interview for a job. One day you resume in that office. One day. Somebody say one day. And so if God keeps you alive and gives you a day and gives you another day and gives you another day, you owe him thanks. He says, as we keep sleeping and waking and sleeping and waking and sleeping and waking, one day, two days, boom, one day you wake up, you have become. One day you go back for the test and the doctor will say, I feel something beating there. Looks like a baby. Let me check again. Let me check again. Let me check again. Somebody who goes down, give him thanks right now. <laughs> yeah, see time, I'm in trouble. See time, I'm in trouble. Anybody here has done something for Psalm 103 verse 2. What are the things? Bless the Lord, oh my soul. Forget not all his benefits. Forgiveness. Have you been forgiven? Healing. Have you been healed this year? Redemption from destruction. Have you been redeemed from destruction this year? One of our sisters here was stabbed and 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 kicked out to die. But she's still here. Delivered from destruction. Delivered from destruction. Provisions. Renews our youth like the eagle. Has it done anything for you? You owe him thanks. Somebody says, but I'm going through a lot of bad stuff. You still owe him thanks. When you pass through the waters, I will be with you. Through the rivers, they shall not overflow you. When you walk through fire, you shall not be born, nor shall the flames scorch you. For I am the Lord your God, the Holy One of Israel. He says, as you go through, I am with you. Though the fig tree may not blossom, nor fruit be on the vines, nor the labor of the olive may fail, and the fields yield no food. Though the flock may be cut off from the fold and there be no herd in the stall. Yet! 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 And so even those who are going through stuff, oh God, thanks. Why? Remember if you are alive. It's because you are alive that you can recognize that you are going through. <laughs> Glory to God! Those who are working progress. And everybody here is work in progress. He who began this good work in you, he is faithful to complete it unto the day of Christ. If he started it, keep giving him thanks. He has no abandoned project. What he starts, he finished. He's Alpha, he's Omega. He's Alpha, he's Omega. So they called you for the interview. It has started. You enroll for the program. It has started. You saw that you Ayash. Those who are waiting and are work in progress. He finishes it. And so, Ecclesiastes says that to him that is joined to the living, 
<laughs> to him that is still alive. That's what he's saying. To him that is still alive, there is hope. And then he didn't end there. He said, a living dog is better than a dead lion. If you are alive and grateful, stand on your feet. Give him a minute praise. A minute praise. A minute praise. A minute praise. Glory to God Almighty. Hallelujah. Sit down quickly. Sit down quickly. Isaiah 38, 18, the New Living Translation says, For the dead cannot praise you. For the dead cannot praise you. They cannot raise their voices in praise. Those who go down to the grave can no longer hope in your faithfulness. Did you hear that? Those who are already in the grave can no longer hope. Can no longer hope. Can no longer hope. Once they are in the grave, they cannot hope. That means if you are alive, there is hope. Only the living can praise you as I do today. Let each generation tell us of your faithfulness to the next. And so, that is why in his wisdom, he looked at all of this. Knowing that for him as God, as long as you are alive, one day, one day, the story will change. One day, the promotion will come. One day, the healing will manifest. One day, you walk around the aisle to the, to the altar. One day, somebody say one day. And so knowing all of that in his infinite wisdom, the basic requirement he gives for giving thanks is let everything that has bread praise the Lord. So who are those who owe God thanks? Everything that has bread. Let everybody who has bread stand on your feet right now and praise him and praise him and praise him. And praise him. <laughs> and praise him. And praise him. And praise him. Glory to God. So on the 3rd of December, all you need to come here and give him energetic praise is not to look at any other thing. Once you wake up, you are qualified. He is expecting and you owe him. Please be seated. So that is group one. Group two, who are those who owe him thanks? Those he has given the gift of his great salvation. Those are the two categories. Those he has kept alive. I broke it down. Number two, those he has given the gift of great salvation. Because let me tell you, with all of these things we say, some people will still not endure and they decide to check out. But if you have great salvation, you're checking out his promotion. Are you seeing it? Are you seeing it? No matter what happens, if he has given you the gift of great salvation, even when you check out in circumstances that people cannot explain, it doesn't matter. It is a promotion. You go to where you walk on the streets of gold. No more pain. No more sickness. No more diseases. No more witches. No more wizards, no more wicked bosses, no more wicked stepfathers and stepmothers, no more bad landlords. Everything is beautiful. Who are those who owe God praise? Those who 
He has given the gift of salvation. Why should they be so grateful? Because he became their father. He became their father. I understand that there is a young man running all over the city now trying to take the city because his father has become something. But you are the son, the child of the almighty God. Did you hear what I just said? Boom! You became saved. Then he became your father. You can say, my father. And some of us didn't have the privilege of having good biological father. So don't worry about that. You have a father. I have a father. Almighty father. He is. He came to his own. His own did not receive him. But as many as received him. To them he gave the power. To become children of God. You got saved. He became your father. You owe him thanks. He didn't just become your father. He gave you the privilege of answered prayers. You can now pray. And your prayers will be heard. You can actually go to him boldly. At any time. Any time. Any time. And ask and make requests and pray. Why? He's your father. He's your father. He made you a king and a priest with power. And then to top it up, he became your shepherd. And he's the good shepherd. He's the great shepherd. He's the good shepherd. He leads. He directs. He protects. He provides. So who are those who owe him thanks? Those he has given his great gift of salvation. So number one, those he has kept alive, we broke it down. Number two, those he has given this great gift of salvation. If you are in these two categories, you can't miss anything. Check it. If you are alive, it's one of the days that you are alive that good will come. If you decide not to be alive and you have salvation, you transit to a better place. You say, I don't have salvation. If you are alive and you don't have salvation, one of the days you get saved. Even this morning, some people will get saved. So everybody is within these two. And so all of us owe God thanks. Because I will say it now, we owe God thanks. Give God praise. Give God praise. And so, since it is a debt, how are we going to pay the fruit of our lips? We will testify. We will sing. We will shout. We will dance. We will clap. We will bring offering. You will hear more about that. But let me close with this. Nothing increases in the hand of a complainer. Nothing. Nothing increases in the hand of a grumbler. Nothing increases. Nothing grows. Nothing expands in the hands of a complainer. But everything multiplies in the hands of a thanksgiver. I came this morning to challenge us that we all owe him thanks. And the appropriate thing to do is to pay the debt. How can I repay testimonies, singing, dancing, clapping, testifying, offering? All of this undeterred. You must come aggressive, energetic, ready, joyful, cheerful. You are alive. Because you are alive, there is hope. 
you have salvation. He is your father. He is your shepherd. You can pray. You get answers. These are the things that matters. He keeps you alive. Services your heart. Services your lungs. Services your kidney. Allows you to close your eyes, sleep and wake. We owe him thanks. Stand on your feet. Stand on your feet. Stand on your feet. The one that scared me is to realize that this my little heart in one day can pump blood that will fill the tanks of 144 average vehicles of 50 liters. And the whole of this compound right now, the total cars here, <laughs> is 289. What a walk. Who is keeping it? A friend of mine took his son to Israel last month for open heart surgery. You don't want to know. You don't want to know the dollars. You don't want to know the dollars. Small child, you don't want to know the dollars. You don't want to know. If God ever allowed that to come to some of us, it will be time to go. Because there's nowhere we can source the dollars. And we sleep and wake, and it's there. We are not even hearing the noise. <laughs> Can we just worship him briefly? Worship him, come down, come, 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 come up again. A million tongues is never enough. We owe him thanks. And I'm closing with this. Listen carefully. It is not a debt we can fully repay. Because while you are paying, the grace to pay puts you in another debt. <laughs> Have you ever tried to open your mouth before and voice, no sound comes out? So every time you open your mouth and a sound comes out, you are in debt because he made the sound to come out. So as you are paying, you are also entering a new debt. So it's a debt that will never stop paying. A million tons is never enough. Just briefly, as we close, we are getting ready for 3rd of December. I owe God thanks. I look at my life. I look at my life. On Friday at the staff devotion, I was still telling them that I'm asking God to teach me how to pray. I don't know how to pray, but look at how God has helped me. I am not very, very righteous. Look at how God has helped me. You know the kind of righteous I'm talking. I don't always do it right. Nobody misses it like me. I'm always missing things up. I don't, forget, I don't remember many good things. But look at the messes. Look at you. Look at where he has brought you from. Look at how he has kept you. Look at the arrows. The arrows. The arrows that you have escaped. On Wednesday, Honorable Nimi was in Jack told us that during the war, they will just hear a bomb. Boom. And the next family, somebody is gone. But they just realized that God kept keeping them. Kept keeping them. Kept keeping them. Oh, it's not that kind of bomb. Bombs are falling every day. What is happening is that a thousand shall fall by my right hand side. Ten thousand. That's how you have been escaping because to him belong escape from them. Thank you for listening to this message. 
You will be blessed when you do the things that you have heard. You can make a brand new start in life by becoming a child of God. It's as easy as believing in your heart as you say the following prayer. Jesus, I thank you for dying for me. Jesus, come into my heart today and be my Lord and Savior. I declare right now that I am born again. In Jesus' name, Amen. Congratulations if you just said that prayer. It is important that you join a Bible-believing church immediately so that you grow in knowing Christ. We would love to have you visit our church in Abuja, Nigeria. For more information about this ministry, you can visit our website at www.fwcabuja.org. God bless you. Family Worship Center. We care.